Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. That's Coco. I'm Emily. And that, yeah, that's Emily. I'm Coco. We're doing spatial awareness week. Uh, and this is the last episode of that. So mm-hmm. welcome back to Emily and Coco talk about a different kind of space. Mm-hmm. So uh, Space on your tabletop. Space on your tabletop that is either flat or horizontal, depending on how cool and smart you are. Horizontal. Uh, so we've uh, we've already touched on uh, Connect Four and Pentago. We went through Blockus. We've been talking about sort of games where you need to be in control of the space. You're maybe taking space from your opponent, or maybe you are arranging your objects within the space in a certain way. Uh, and that sort of led us to thinking about the cruel ways that you can control the space against your opponent. My my first thought is like Battle Sheep. Please say it. I uh, battle sheep. Not to be confused with, hey, that's my fish. <laughs> um, yeah. So we were we were talking about you know stuff like like Blockus and and Batik and in quarter Batik. No sheep and Batik. You sure? Yes. Okay. Go on. And and those are a lot of the time. It's very much you know trying to do the thing faster than your opponent. You could a lot of the time you can play them yourself. And it's not the same, but it could work, you know, mm-hmm. in a technical sense. Uh, Battle Sheep and Hey, That's My Fish are the meanest of the spatial visual two-player repertoire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really are just being, like, a complete nightmare to your friend. And, you know, Hey, That's My Fish being the the metaphor for global warming that it is. Global warming in a nice, round globe. Flat tabletop. Okay, so tell me, tell me about Hey, That's My Fish. How does it work? Uh, hey, that's my fish. You have this little sort of like ice flow of hexagons of ice, and they have fish on them. One, two, three fish. Uh, and you have penguins. Yep. And penguins are hungry, and you have your little penguins that are kind of deployed at different ends of the board. And uh, on your turn, you take your penguin and you move in a straight line, uninterrupted, so no other penguins, no empty spaces, and you land on a tile of ice. And the tile of ice that you just left gets picked up and is added to your pile of fish that have been consumed by a penguin. Great. So every time my penguin skates off a tile, I remove that tile from play. Yeah. So the ice flow will get progressively smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Because the ice caps are melting. Yes. And I don't know, like methane produced by the consumption of fish by the penguins? Penguin farts? I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a wild, big wide world of interpretation there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so you are like isolating your opponent's penguins on smaller and smaller chunks of ice because you can't go through empty spaces because inexplicably in this version of hey that's my fish penguins don't swim so you are it's a principle thing yeah you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) they just got their hair did or something i get it and so wait if i if i can skate around you i'm also imagining that my non-swimming penguin are wearing skates which sure. is how they can keep going in a straight line for a long time. Anyway, yeah. listen. So I skate around you, and I'm your penguin is left standing on a single hex. What happens? He can't move, Yeah, right? he's just there forever. And he can't do anything else for the rest of the game. Yeah. That sounds very, very frustrating. Super frustrating. Okay. You, do, you do get that tile right. um, at the end of the game. You can pick up your penguin and grab the tile off of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, sure does suck. Right. Okay. So then how does uh, Battle That's My Sheep work? Um... How does Battle Sheep work, Emily? Is it also flat? It is, yes, it is also flat. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks. Um, Battle Sheep is kind of the the, the opposite of 
hey, that's my fish, or hey, that's my fish, the environment is like you're you're taking things away and making them inaccessible. Um, Battle sheep, you are like deploying your sheep and making land inaccessible because now it's full of sheep. Right. You know? Um, so how, hey, that's fine. Hey, that's my battle sheep? How, hey, hey battle my sheep. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have this little, you have like your sheep are little like tiles. So hey, that's my fish. You've got these nice little three-dimensional penguins and sassy poses. So the penguins aren't flat is what no. you're saying. Um, the Hey, that's fuck. <laughs> so battle sheep, you have sheep. And they're little tiles. They're little tiles. They're little like sheep tokens. They're also sassy, but they're like screen printed on. Got it. Um, and you have them like stacked up. Okay. And you start off in your little corner of the pasture, which is also composed of hexagons. Okay. And on your turn, you divide your stack of sheep uh, any which way you want. You can do it right in half. You can do it like three quarters a quarter. Okay. You could divide, take two off and then leave the rest, whatever. Uh, you divide your stack and you move the, like, whatever chunk of stack you are choosing to move uh, as far as you want to go in one direction on the board uninterrupted and you leave it there. Okay. So whereas, hey, that's my fish, you can stop earlier. So, like, if I can go 12 spaces, I don't have to. I can go 6 or 5 or okay. 3. Um, Battleship, if I have 12 spaces to go, I am landing on that 12 space. One Got window it. P. Um, and my sheep live there now. Okay. And now I have two stacks of sheep. I have sheep at, you know, square one and then sheep at hexagon two. Hexagon one, hexagon two. Um, and then you do the same with your stack of sheep. You right. divide and conquer, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then back to me, and I choose one of my two stacks, and I divide it, and I move it. And you're kind of slowly spreading your sheep around the pasture okay. until there are no more. Pa- there is no more pasture for sheep to move into. Mm-hmm. And then whoever has the most surface area covered by sheep wins. Okay, interesting. So I mean, which if you had to peg one, is it crueler than the other? Battle shape. Yeah? Cutthroat. It's cutthroat? Super cutthroat. Intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super cutthroat. I don't don't love that metaphor. Not gonna lie. Those poor sheep. (sighs) It's super wool sheer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, like, very competitive. It's competitive and mean. Okay, so in... When we're talking about two-player games that involve the spatial awareness-iness, we're... When we roll through like Battleship and Hey, That's My Fish, you have two players who are sharing the same space, mm-hmm. right? Like two people are occupying the same series of hexagons or whatever. And that's pretty much the same with like Connect Four and Pentagon and Quarter, like all the other ones we've been talking about this week. So, what about like I'm thinking of this year's Spiel des Jahres winner, King Domino? You are not sharing the space with the with your opponent. I've never played it. Tell me all about it. Oh man, King Domino is so fun. So think about dominoes in the sense that you have you have a tile and the tile has two halves and the two halves are different. And when you put a tile on a table, it has to be touching a tile of the same type. I think that's like the basic rule. Uh, but in King Domino, uh, there are several different types of terrain. So there, you know, there's like uh, there's mine and swamp and pasture and forest and ocean or lake or whatever. Anyway, so you have all these different kinds of terrain um, that are arranged in different combinations on tiles. You have a ruler or a builder or a king, whatever you want to call it, in the center of your space. And what happens in the game is you arrange four random tiles uh, in order of value. All the tiles have a number on the back. Uh, and when you flip them over, you can place your ruler on the tile that you intend to play next. Uh, so once you've placed your ruler, you then arrange another row of four tiles by like in order of value. Mm-hmm. And you move your ruler off of one of the tiles onto 
uh, another face up tile and then the tile that you move your ruler off of you put on your playing space okay so like i'm trying to take the tiles that i want to build the playing space that's valuable to me and you're trying to do the same so we're competing over the resources but then those resources go into our own space so while i can't i can't impact what you're building in your kingdom by placing stuff in your kingdom, I do have some means of impacting what you are able to place in your kingdom because I might take it from you. The important thing about the selection process is that if you select a really valuable tile, that means you don't get to select first next time. So if you select the least valuable tile, you get the first chance at selection next turn and vice versa. So you're, you're sort of opting between initiative versus value of tiles. And the last thing is that all of your contiguous tiles of one type are only worth anything if you've got multipliers on them. So I could have, you know, 13 contiguous bits of water, uh, but they're not worth anything unless they've got crowns on them. And the crown markers mean times one or times two or whatever. So my my 16 things of water could only be worth zero points or they could be worth multiples of 16, depending on how many crowns I got on there. Um, that idea of working spatially in an independent place, but mm-hmm. sharing sort of like selection of what goes in that space yeah. reminds me a lot of patchwork, yeah. which came out in 2015, which is um, which is a game all about quilting, so no dominoes, unfortunately, but right. you are similarly sort of like sharing this pool of chunks of fabric mm-hmm. that you are building into your own independent quilt. Mm-hmm. And it has a quite quite a significant visual spatial element because you're putting these places down these pieces down and they're there forever and at the same time you're trying to fill up as much of your quilt as possible because a quilt full of holes is a useless quilt yeah and you lose significant points if you have too much empty space so you are trying to kind of like fill up your thing while looking at the pieces that are still available mm-hmm. and the pieces that you may realistically be able to buy next turn or not mm-hmm. and trying to mm-hmm. think of the future mm-hmm. but you can snatch those from me and put in your own quilt right and i'll be miserable and right. cold at night mm-hmm. you know and i'll mock you quietly so that like the difference what i'm what i know though about patchwork is you have your your tiles are all different shapes and you mm-hmm. have to you have to arrange them tetrisily within the square that you have whereas king domino your tiles are all sort of like you know, one by two, as it were, but you have to arrange them within a five by five. And much like patchwork, anything that doesn't fit within that five by five or that you can't place for whatever reason, where in patchwork, you actively lose points for holes in your quilt, right? Mm -hmm. In King Domino, it's not so much that you are docked points, but they're not, they are points that you cannot score and they will very much make the difference in the game if you have a bunch of sort of one by ones that you fail to Mm. fill because you're bad at spatial reasoning like me. I think it's, but Patchwork also has the the sort of the currency challenge, right? Like you have to get buttons on your pieces. Is that right? Yeah, buttons are money. So whereas a lot of visual spatial stuff, you know, the pieces are just sort of like available in different sort of like situations. Mm -hmm. Like either they're all available at once Mm -hmm. or you, they kind of get selected through a different process. Patchwork is one of actually the only sort of like two player visual spatial games I can think of where there's an element of like having to buy stuff. Right. You need to buy that luscious looking velvety four cube long yeah. piece of fabric mm-hmm. that you want to put in your mm-hmm. quilt. Mm-hmm. And y- it can be very frustrating just right. like, you know, not be able to afford the play of the game properly. Yeah. You can be super good at, t- at um, um, like space management and, you know, the visual spatial thing and patterns and where things fit and where things go and doing yeah. that math for you. But if you can't get it together to get enough buttons to be able to afford it, what are you going to do? Right. You know, it's all capitalism yeah. in the end. Uh, sigh. So it is. So you're managing you're managing both the financial currency 
like, uh, do you have enough buttons on your quilt to keep getting money to buy more bits for your mm-hmm. quilt? And then the spatial currency of, like, do I have enough room or the right kind of room on my quilt to put this piece on? But there's also a time thing, right? Like, if it takes a really long time to sew a piece, you might lose initiative on your opponent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so much like King Domino you mentioned, you know, if you take the lesser valued piece, you get first pick next time. Mm-hmm. Patrick does that thing, um, rubber bands. Um, where you know, right? If like you're, the elastic mechanic that, like, yeah. If you're at the back, you. if you're at the back of the pack, you get to go first next time, or you get right. to keep going until you're in the front. Right. That's right. Yeah. It's interesting because I, I feel like while King Domino doesn't have the currency part to manage, you really just it's a King Domino trades the money thing for the rules on where you can place tiles thing. Because mm-hmm. in patchwork, you can place any tile anywhere so long as it fits within the grid that you have available to you. King Domino, you can only place tiles. Like if I can only place a pastured tile next to a pre-existing pasture tile. So it's, you don't have, you are managing the initiative and the placement rules, but not the money rules where patchwork, you have initiative and money, but not so much placement. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I will also argue that the art in King Domino is so, so good and very detailed. And there's lots of fun little minute details like sheep, you know, cause we've been talking a lot about sheep. They're sort of like cowering in this, on, on this pasture behind a fence where there's like a dragon overhead or something where as much as I love patchwork, the art is not visually appealing. It's just chunks of fabric, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, fun fabric. I've seen great quilts in real life. This is, like... This is true. Not a great mm-hmm. quilt. It's quilting for people that aren't good mm-hmm. at quilting, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm One thing I love about patchwork is that the app for it is really, really well built. The, the patchwork app is an exceptional... Uh, it's easy to play, it's fun to play, and it sort of eliminates the necessity of dealing with all of the weird little bits... But uh, I, I'm looking forward to there being an app for King Domino because I think it would be really, really easy to build. Um, but yeah, so this uh, with this we want to we want to wrap up our discussion of flat games that are for two players that more or less involve spatial awareness uh, in the absence of games about space. So in the end, it seems it seems like you can have a really, really good time causing problems for your opponent. Uh, but I'd be curious to talk about uh, sort of games that can be cooperative for two people. Yeah, so uh, as, we, as we run out of time on this sunny Friday afternoon, uh, I'm Coco, and uh, this is Emily. Hey. And uh, we've been talking about uh, flat games. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and next week, uh, Jonathan will hopefully be better, because we miss him so dearly, and we'll start talking about space up not space flat spaceships aliens the spaceships fun. aliens fun stuff making things hard for your opponent but not in a cruel way maybe anyway happy friday everyone uh thank you so much coco for being here to insult me and talk to me about flat games i'm not um, insulting you i'm just challenging you to be your best self yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you can get in touch with us at podcast at snakesandlattes.com to say hi the Snakes Cast is produced by Dax Audio and the music is provided by Ben Sound. Tune in next week when we talk about uh, games related to space. 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 Uh, the next week's frontier. <laughs> okay. The opinions expressed in the Snakes Cast are those of the presenters and guests and nobody else's. See you next week. Bye. Bye.